Everything you know about health is about to change. Welcome to Straight Talk on Health with Dr. Vincent Medici. Sometimes people suffer, not from lack of faith, but from lack of knowledge. This is the show that changes that. If you are tired of being sick, tired of not getting answers, tired of spinning in circles, for healing is not a mystery. It is a miracle that you were designed to experience. It takes hard work and real knowledge. It takes patience and time. It takes the education this show can provide. So get it straight today. Here's Dr. Medici. Good morning. Saturday morning. Have we turned the corner? Sunny and warm today. I think we're about at the end of it. Maybe another month. I don't think we're going to have to hear about the drought now for a little while at any rate. But then again, if California could do it correctly, we'd have some reservoirs that could actually hold most of this rain. Unfortunately, we don't. So in another year or two, you'll be seeing the signs on the freeway. But it's a gorgeous day. The ocean's beautiful. It's all rock from the storms. All right. Cancer. I want to talk a little bit about the story of a guy named John Beard. It's the late 1880s, 1890s, 1900, and there's a, he was actually a, a zoologist and an embryologist in Scotland named John Beard, and he found something out about cancer. He found that he could take tumors in animals, and if he injected directly into the tumor pancreatic enzymes, he'd find that in many cases a dramatic amount of cases, the cancer would be eaten by the enzymes injected from the pancreas into the animals. So what's the pancreas? Well, the short story is it's an organ that if you take your fingers and you stick them into your solar plexus, kind of like just below your sternum, just below the bony part of your chest, just to where it becomes soft, the solar plexus, we say, and you just keep pressing in and in and in, and you go all the way to right in front of your spine. There's this little organ there. It looks like cotton candy in the shape of a tail called the pancreas. It's got lots of functions, but the function we're going to focus on is that pancreas secretes chemicals that go into your intestines that mix with the food. And when they mix with the food, they break the food down so the food can be absorbed into your bloodstream and then into your cells. It's called the pancreas. John Beard said, Donald Kelly said, and I'll discuss him in a moment, that one of the reasons we traditionally resisted cancer so well you got to understand, cancer is about one out of two. It's at about 40% right now, four out of 10 people. So two out of five people will live, and before they die, they'll be diagnosed with cancer. That's an average for the United States. We're at 40, 40%. The Central for Disease Control says over 10 years we'll hit one out of two. Eventually, cancer is going to exceed heart disease. Right now, heart disease is the nation 
if not the world's number one killer, creeping up on that. And I'm sure over 10 to 20 to 30 years will far exceed it is going to be cancer. Right now we're at two out of five people. Pretty soon we're going to be at five out of 10 or 50%. John Beard, the guy that discovered that taking pancreatic enzymes and just injecting them right into tumors would dissolve the tumor. His work was resurrected in the 1960s by a guy named Donald Kelly. And Donald Kelly was a very wealthy, or on his way to being very wealthy, orthodontist in Texas in the early 60s. And he was in the early 60s, he was in his early 30s. And he got pancreatic cancer. So don't confuse the pancreas and pancreatic enzymes and injecting him into tumors with a very lethal form of cancer called pancreatic cancer. Steve Jobs got pancreatic cancer. If you know anyone that gets pancreatic cancer, pray. I've seen it eat people in six weeks. Donald Kelly got it in his early 30s and was told you had eight weeks to live. I can tell you I, me, the Medici, spoke personally to Donald Kelly two years before he died. He was 82. He was famous by then. He outlived his cancer sentence, death sentence, by 50 years. He beat it. And he figured it out by himself using the work of John Beard. His work was passed on to the none other than the wonderful Nicholas Gonzalez. So you have a whole lineage for people that worked with cancer with pancreatic enzymes. Starting with John Beard, moving to Donald Kelly, moving to Nicholas Gonzalez. And to this day, Dr. Gonzalez, who I miss dearly, passed away three years ago. And his work is carried on by Linda Isaacs. If you look up Linda Isaacs, MD, Texas Cancer, she has her institute there where she's trying to carry it on. Now, the real healer amongst all of them was Donald Kelly. And that should just be common sense. He's the guy that beat his own death sentence. So you got to imagine that a guy that actually cures it himself. And this is, he was told you'll be dead, Mr. Kelly, in eight weeks. I can tell you I spoke to him. I was on my way to Texas, to Weatherford, back in 2004 to study with this guy in the last years of his life. So in the tradition of what can you do about cancer, is this thing about use pancreatic enzymes? And one thing I want to give you guys today is you can get pancreatic enzymes on the market. I use them with my patients. They're part of multiple detoxification therapies. And as always, when you look into the literature, I want to be really careful that you understand what I'm saying. That when you look into the literature and are told, or you ask your prevalent opinion about whether John Beard's work, Donald Kelly's work, Nick Gonzalez's work, 
Linda Isaacs's work and anybody that surrounded that actually showed great results, results better than the standard modern oncological therapies, chemo, radiation, surgery. Now we've got immunotherapies. You're always told pancreatic enzymes are trite, that they don't work. And this is what's so pathetic about the way we approach the truth. And this is what happens when we try to apply something out of nature, like enzymes from our pancreas, and we try to fit it into this tiny little thing that we call strict double-blind placebo studies. It's like fitting a square into a circle. It's like trying to fit a circle into a square. It doesn't fit. It's stupid. Meaning, if your hip to pancreatic enzyme, if you hear my show today touting the benefit and critical importance of utilizing pancreatic enzyme for therapy to melt the helior tumors, this is called absolute demon worship. It's called hypocrisy. It's called not science. It's called where are the studies. It's called a lot of things. And this is what I'm emphasizing in today's show. One of the things you have to understand that this is done all the time with herbs. There are so many plants that function as medicines, but you cannot study them in the strict confine of what we call science. Any more than you can say sugar is an important component of making a devil's food chocolate layer cake. You can say that, right? And at the same time, if you just depended on sugar and you gave sugar the responsibility of tasting like a chocolate layer cake, you would say, I can't do that. You would say, I can't say that sugar, as critical as an ingredient as it is in a chocolate layer cake, should be given the sole responsibility of tasting like a chocolate layer cake. You would never do that. You'd say to yourself, well, that's dumb. That's what we do with pancreatic enzymes. That's what we do with resveratrol. That's what we do with about every single plant medicine we study. And that's why the studies never work. That's why even when studies are done and you're told, well, yes, there is virtue to curcumin as an antioxidant, as a powerful clencher of free radicals. When we jump to all these things you hear about in journals and in, in radio shows and out there at your local health food store and at your local nutritionist's office, and you're all told, do these things, they work, and then you're told by the opposing consensus of scientists and medical doctors who are in the heavy majority over this topic. You're told these things don't work. It's because of the way they design their studies. They design their studies in a simplistic, myopic, ignorant, and stupid a way as to say, 
Although we know sugar is an important component of a tasty chocolate layer cake, we will now do a study demanding that sugar by itself, in the way we study it, taste like a chocolate layer cake. And right there, I hope that analogy hit you right between the eyes. That's how we degrade, denounce, demote, ridicule, all in the intention of eliminating the power of something like a pancreatic enzyme. Nobody ever said that if you have a tumor and you take pancreatic enzymes, you will get rid of that tumor. Nobody ever said that. Donald Kelly never said that. Nick Gonzalez never said that. Linda Isaac never said that. I never said that. We all say they are a very big, powerful, wonderful tool in the interest of melting a tumor, of dissolving a tumor. That's what we say. We say they're a critical ingredient. And then science goes in there and says, well, we took a bunch of rabbits with tumors. We gave them tumors, and then we gave them pancreatic enzymes. And we noticed that the outcomes in the rabbits that got the pancreatic enzymes versus the rabbits that didn't get the pancreatic enzymes didn't show any promise. Therefore, we conclude there's no virtue, value, or critical acclaim to using pancreatic enzymes to dissolve tumors. Anyone to design a study like that is an idiot and never existed in the interest of providing the benefit, showing the benefit. And that's the way all the studies are done. And this is what's touted as science. It's not science. It's crap in plain English. You can't study herbs that way. You can't study pancreatic enzymes that way. We know what an enzyme does. An enzyme from the pancreas specifically protease, digests protein. Proteins are chains of amino acids that you find everywhere in the human body. The human body is all chains of amino acids. We call them proteins. Different types of chains of 22 amino acids, eight essential, become different types of proteins which are used to define and characterize and create different types of body parts. Tumors can be eaten by proteases. Tumor shells, the shell of the tumor, can be eaten by proteases. The human body does this. It makes proteases pancreatic enzymes called proteases. And the ones that don't need to be used in food digestion circulate freely in the blood. Eating pockets of snot in the intercellular space that might otherwise be little harvesting grounds for microtumors Pancreatic enzymes circulate normally through the human body to digest tumor sites. The body uses a certain 
low-level circulation of pancreatic enzyme unless you're burdening your digestive tube and utilizing all what could be excess pancreatic enzyme is being used to digest McDonald's and Burger King. So now the plot thickens. It thickens to, can you relieve the burden of digestion to the point where you can circulate your own homemade enzymes out of your own homemade pancreas? Now, they had to add, Donald Kelly had to add something called a coffee enema to the use of pancreatic enzymes to digest tumors. Then he had to add specified types of diets. Then he had to add a certain dimension of spirituality. In the last month, I've had at least eight people, eight, that have hit crisis points in their life. Hi, Dr. M. I'm worried. I have cancer. I could die. Then I've had people having nervous breakdowns. Then I've had people who have just gone amok with their health. Flare-ups of bad autoimmune diseases. I've had lots of different stuff. And some of them look at it like my body's telling me something and I need to take the message from my body and listen. And other people are like, damn it, why did I get cancer? Damn it, why do I have to quit my job and relax? Damn it, why do I have a nervous breakdown? Why, do, why is my pulse up to 180 and my blood pressure up to dangerous levels? Why can't I go away this weekend on some sort of journey and I have to sit home and tend to my high blood pressure? People come to panic states or they come to states of wisdom when they get hit with health challenges. Cancer is famous for this. How would you like to wake up one day and know that you've got a brain tumor? It'll break you down. A breast tumor, a pancreatic tumor, a testicular tumor. Not exactly the thing that you can relax behind, and yet that's what you're being asked to relax behind. That's hard to do. Most people don't. And now I'm building the plot, aren't I? I'm saying you've got to see the wisdom of the illness. You've got to learn to eat a certain way. You've got to learn to pull bile out of your body. You've got to learn to use pancreatic enzymes. You have to learn how to enhance the depth of your sleep pattern. You have to learn this. You have to learn that. And then you can say pancreatic enzymes do their job in the environment of everything else you mentioned. Now, if you just pull out one ingredient, a pancreatic enzyme, a sleep pattern, the way you meet your world, holding on to your divorce, holding on to your betrayals, holding on to your isolation, your loneliness, holding on to your angers for whatever reason you have angers, expressed or internalized. And you just pick out one little facet of it, one ingredient of the pizza pie or the chocolate layer cake, and pull that out and do a double-blind placebo study, determining based on two groups, one with cancer, one without cancer, and can tear 
compare the changes in the therapies applied emotionally, with or without coffee enemas, with or without pancreatic enzymes, with or without food changes. That is about as dumb and ignorant as a scientist in the context of studying this kind of stuff could be. And that's what we do. And that's why most of you have never done a pancreatic enzyme cleanse. You haven't done it. You don't even know about it. And if you go online and read about how it's been linked to cancer therapies and you have cancer, well, then you just jump right in and do the therapy. And then you tell your doctors or your friends or your husband or your wife or your neighbors and they look at you like you're retarded. Do the chemo. And even if the chemo fails, do more of the chemo. And even when your doctors say, listen, we can't give you any more chemo, you'll die. Your friends, including your husband or wife, will tell you, no, you should be doing more chemo. Now, I live this. You don't tell me it doesn't happen this way because I watch it all the time. You are burned fried, degraded like a rat. We give barn animals far more respect than we do human beings when it comes to the way we manage these things. That's simple. And we have all the bastions of science saying, that's irresponsible, unscientific. Caca, where are the studies? Anybody asks you where the studies are, tell them no one will pay anyone with enough brains to do a study for the study. And nobody works for free. Go ask the NIH or Dr. Fauci for money to do a study. No, Fauci wants to give you money to do gain-of-function research to mess up the world. That's what you get paid for. You get paid to make big pharma money. So the context in which you understand herbalism, pancreatic enzymes in this case, is as one critical ingredient amidst the other critical ingredients, and thus the whole hodgepodge of critical ingredients combined may cross a critical mass line, meaning the line across which you will see tumors dissolve, without which no pancreatic enzyme is going to do anything. But we know something's going on there because John Beard was a respected zoologist, a respected embryologist. He was nominated for the Nobel Prize. He was taking syringes of pancreatic enzymes, injecting them into dog tumors and watching the tumors lice break up and go away. And his results were astounding. So we know something's going on there, even with a singular study. But human beings are complicated. Yeah, they're more complicated than dogs. In some ways, they're not, believe me. But on the overall, you can never take a singular thing against a disease. Not in the God, in the way God made nature. That's what you call Drugs, pharmaceutical medicine. Pharmaceutical medicine is designed for exactly the studies they apply to it. Holistic medicine is not designed for the way we apply the standard scientific method. The standard scientific method. 
There's many other types of methods that you can call science to determine reality. But they get overlooked. So you get these pancreatic enzymes, you combine them with coffee enemas, you combine them with specific types of diets, and how do you know if you're doing good? Well, here's where it gets really esoteric. And I say that sarcastically. Your body starts to get soft. The tumors start to get soft. The tumor in your breast softens. Your breast softens. Your body softens. Your body, from the combined effect of all the therapies, I've only mentioned a few. And along the way, as is testified to by the story of Donald Kelly, somewhere along the way, as you clean yourself out, when you actually take those enzymes, you feel the tumors burn. They begin to inflame. And that's when you know something good is happening. But you have to be able to feel it. But you have to be able to soften your body. But you have to be able to do an amalgam of therapies to soften the tissue, not just the tumor tissue, all your tissues. The tumor is just an expression of your body, of your being. And if you apply your measurements that way, you can actually experience in a way that you know in your experience is trustworthy, benefit. And if you interpret, if you associate to, if you respect those flickers, flickers of change, they become bigger and bigger and bigger. And that's when you go, whoa, my tumors are smaller. Something good is happening. Health is sensitivity training while pancreatic enzymes, coffee enemas, and every other thing I haven't mentioned in 27 minutes becomes part of a gravy train to turn you into a youthful, flexible, homogenous, electric field that brings you a step or two or three or four closer to God through nature. That's not esoteric. That's a biophysical statement. Cancer is a biophysical problem, and that we reduce it to chemistry is our ignorance. If you need help with anything, I'll throw anything at it. The kitchen sink. It's a matter of how hard you want to work. And every step of the way, we'll navigate with a precision that holistic medicine respects. God bless you, and I'll see you next week. Okay, that's a wrap. Don't forget to get to Dr. Medici's website at drmedici.com to look at the pictures and review the show as often as you wish. See you next week.